several chapters. At James Simpson's Nomtika Lodge, at the shore of Bow Lake in the Canadian Rockies. While stopping there one summer, I met Mr. and Mrs. Herbert H. Salinger of San Francisco. Mrs. Salinger, a poised, serene woman, gave me the impression that she had never worried. One evening, in front of the roaring fireplace, I asked her if she had ever been troubled by worry. Troubled by it? she said. My life was almost broken by it. Before I learned to conquer worry, I lived through 11 years of self-made hell. I was irritable and hot-tempered. I lived under terrific tension. I would take the bus every week from my home in San Mateo to shop in San Francisco. But even while shopping, I worried myself into a dither. Maybe I had left the electric iron connected on the ironing board. Maybe the house had caught fire. Maybe the maid had run off and left the children. Maybe they had been out on their bicycles and been killed by a car. In the midst of my shopping, I would often worry myself into a cold perspiration and rush out and take the bus home to see if everything was all right. No wonder my first marriage ended in disaster. My second husband is a lawyer, a quiet, analytical man who never worries about anything. When I became tense and anxious, he would say to me, Relax, let's think this out. What are you really worrying about? Let's examine the law of averages and see whether or not it is likely to happen. For example, I remember the time we were driving from Albuquerque, New Mexico, to the Carlsbad Caverns, driving on a dirt road when we were caught in a terrible rainstorm. The car was slithering and sliding. We couldn't control it. I was positive if we would slide off into one of the ditches that flanked the road, but my husband kept repeating to me, I am driving very slowly. Nothing serious is likely to happen. Even if the car does slide into the ditch, by the law of averages, we won't be hurt. His calmness and confidence quieted me. One summer, we were on a camping trip in the Tupi Valley of the Canadian Rockies. One night, we were camping 7,000 feet above sea level when a storm threatened to tear our tents to shreds. The tents were tied with guy ropes to a wooden platform. The outer tent shook and trembled and screamed and shrieked in the wind. I expected every minute to see our tent torn loose and hurled through the sky. I was terrified, but my husband kept saying, Look, my dear, we are traveling with roosters, guys. Roosters know what they are doing. They have been pitching tents in these mountains for 60 years. This tent has been here for many seasons. It hasn't blown down yet, and by the law of averages, it won't blow away tonight. And even if it does, we can take a shelter in another tent. So relax. I did, and I slept soundly the balance of the night.